What's up, everyone? This is Anthony Pompliano. Most of you know me as Pomp. You're listening to the Pomp Podcast, simply the best podcast out there. Now let's kick this thing off. Josh Jenkins Robbins is the co-founder and CEO of Emmy.io. They've got some really cool avatar animation technology. In this conversation, we talk about the technology, what users are doing with it, how this technology is going to help usher in a brand new virtual world, and why it's so important to partner with studios and also have your own developers on the team. I really enjoyed this conversation with Josh, and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Before we get into this episode, I first want to talk about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by FTX US. FTX.US is the safe, regulated way to buy and sell Bitcoin and other digital assets. You can trade crypto with up to 85% lower fees than top competitors. There are no fixed minimum fees, no ACH transaction fees, and no withdrawal fees either. FTX.US is also the only leading exchange that supports both Ethereum and Solana NFTs. Download the FTX app today and use referral code POMP to earn these free crypto on every trade over $10. The more you trade, the more you earn. Go download the FTX app today and use referral code POMP. Today's episode is brought to you by Brave. Brave Wallet is the first secure crypto wallet built natively in a Web3 crypto browser. What's Web3? Web3 is freedom from big tech and Wall Street, more control and better privacy. But there's a weak point in Web3, your crypto wallet. Most wallets are browser extensions, a Web2 technology. That means the same old risks, app spoofing, phishing scams, and theft. Brave Wallet is different. Brave Wallet is the first secure wallet built natively in a Web3 crypto browser. No extension required. With Brave Wallet, you can buy, store, send, and swap assets, manage NFTs, even connect other wallets and dApps, all from the security of the best privacy browser on the market. Whether you're new to crypto or a seasoned pro, it's time to ditch those risky extensions. It's time to switch to Brave Wallet. Download Brave at brave.com slash pomp and click the wallet icon to get started. Again, go download Brave at brave.com slash pomp and click the wallet icon to get started. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the top spot for all of your sports betting, casino, and poker needs. It's available on your computer, your tablet, or your mobile device. BetOnline accepts Bitcoin and more than a dozen altcoins to make deposits and withdraw your winnings. There are no crypto fees. Processing only takes minutes, and transactions are 100% anonymous and secure. Head over to betonline.ag and sign up today to receive a 100% crypto bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code POMP100 to get started. Discover why everyone is saying BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager with crypto for sports, casino games, horse racing, poker, and more. Sign up today at betonline.ag and double your deposit with our exclusive podcast promo code POMP100. Go check them out at betonline.ag. Anthony Pompliano runs Pomp Investments. All views of him and the guests on his podcast are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Pomp Investments. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Pomp or his guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his personal opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Josh, let's get started. How are you? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I am doing fantastic. I'm very excited about this. I have no clue how this is going to go, but we're going to do the best that we can. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Before we jump in, let's talk a little bit about this idea of uh, real-time animation and facial tracking uh, uh, kind of technology. What what, what the hell is that? Just start there. Like, what, What does that mean? 
Well, let's back up to, you know, the greatest entrepreneurs solve the biggest problems, right? And so about 18 months ago, I became an investor in a studio in Los Angeles uh, called AMGI Studios doing some really cool work, uh, really for traditional production at the time, you know, trying to, they were a bunch of Pixar and DreamWorks and Disney alum that had set out to create the fastest animation studio in the world. Like, why does it take four years to make Toy Story when it could take one year? And with gaming technology, which is, if you think about gaming, what is gaming? Gaming is real-time animation, real-time rendering. Um, it it kind of caught up to the production world. And the production world is using that now for all sorts of really cool stuff. Um, but we, we, had a, we had an idea. I was watching, actually, it was a, I always remember it. There's motion capture stage. You got this guy, you know, with all the sensors and everything. And then he had an iPhone attached to a helmet on his head. I said, what's the iPhone for? They said, so it's got, the iPhone is so good tracking 52 points on your face at any one time, just like we've got, that's why we have face ID. Uh, we could open up our phone, unlock it, which is our face. I said, well, what if we could, what if we could map that expression directly to the, to the care or to the, from the actor to the character. And they said, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. I said, well, what if we could do that in an app? What if we could do that in a consumer facing way? Because the problem I see is that casual creators now dominate the world. We know that TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube, those are the platforms, but these casual creators have never had the ability to make animated content. They've, they, unless you had time and money and expertise and software. I said, but what if we could do that in an app, a consumer facing app? And what if we could create a, a way for people to not only create clips, but to share those clips, maybe put those characters in augmented reality. Um, how about communicate, uh, uh, Zoom, Twitch, stream? Why not make it much more fun? Because if, you know, there's a lot of conversations these days about metaverse and avatars. I find them pretty uninteresting, to be honest with you. But when you look at the ability to embody a character, it creates a form of self-expression and fun and joy. And that's why we love Halloween. That's why we love Comic-Con. It's, this is kind of a form of digital cosplay, uh, if you will. And so that's why we have such a great cap table. People see the vision of this, including the founder of Zoom. Um, you know, we've got a lot of other folks like Mark Cuban on board, Tony Robbins, Paris Hilton, Steve Aoki. Um, so we're having a lot of fun with with what this could be, because I believe this could be a platform for the world uh, to be able to flood their feeds with animated content and allow themselves to truly express themselves and bring a whole nother level of creativity we've just never seen before. So let's go ahead and pull up the actual technology so people can see this thing, because this is pretty damn cool to uh, to kind of see how it works. Yeah, you got it. So this here is a board eight, uh, which we can get into. Um, there's a little bit of latency with Zoom, but as you can see, his face is my face. So I'm talking as him. And so and as, you, him- as you talk and you're making him move right now. Yep. I'm, I'm making him move. Um, <laughs> uh, this, is our, this is actually a preview of our desktop uh, app, but we actually have a, the mobile app is available right now. The desktop will allow for this kind of thing much more you know, uh, easily with Zoom, et cetera. But you can see that uh, he's, his, his voice and his face is embodying my face. And so like, if you make really, uh, yeah, there you go. So like, if you make really big face movements, basically as you open your mouth, the uh, avatars opening their mouth and it just continues. And obviously all of the movements that uh, the avatar has at the moment, are you controlling that or are those like pre-programmed? Yeah, so we, we use a level of uh, artificial intelligence in here. So what we've done is there's a couple things you can do. One is, the character, when you're when you're happy, the character will start to become happy. So your 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 smiles on your face translate into happy gestures for the character. When you're angry, the character starts to become angry, and then you can kind of hijack that 
and you can have him do all sorts of fun stuff. You can make him, you know, you can make him do dances uh, when you want him to, but all the while I'm still controlling, you know, his facial expression uh, and, uh, and his, and his voice. Right. And so I'm, I'm effectively piloting him, but I can still make so. Yeah. So it's got a combination of the ability to do, and then you can do all sorts of fun little special animations and, yeah, you know, one of my favorites right here. Get a little scratch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you th- when you think about uh, how people will use this, will folks be able to create like entire animated uh, features, etc.? And they'll just have a bunch of different characters, and then they'll almost have like actors that know how to pilot these individual characters very well. Or, or how do you think about uh, how these studios are going to use this technology? You know, I actually think it's less for studios and more for the casual creator. Right. I mean, this is this is think TikTok, think think Instagram, think think Snapchat. I mean, that's where people really will utilize this technology. It just adds a whole nother level of creativity. Um, and we could talk about the NFT space, too, which I think is which is fascinating as it relates to adding utility um, to, to NFTs, which is uh, certainly needed at this at this stage. And so are you basically trying to create or will you guys create uh, essentially like NFTs where people have control over what the NFT does? Like, could you make this an NFT or does the technology only allow you to add like a pre-recorded video uh, as the NFT? No, that's a great question. So what we want people to be able to do is to be able to uh, have fun with the app no matter where they come in. Meaning, let me explain. So I look at this kind of three buckets we're going to have like right now, there's 20 free characters in the app and we're building a world of IP. I mean, these guys behind in this studio here are doing incredible character work. And so that's kind of step one. Step two is in-app purchases and licensed content. So you can imagine as an example, if a Minions movie is coming out you know, next month, why wouldn't a studio let everybody become a Minion on the app and start posting content and tagging and flooding the feeds right with Minion content? And maybe they run a competition that says, you know, the, the top most 10 creative videos out there in the world will get to go to the red carpet, right? So there's all sorts of really interesting or sports mascots talking crap to your buddy, you know, as a sports mascot. So there's all sorts of fun licensed IP, et cetera. NFTs are interesting because, you know, right now they're mostly 2D projects. We actually, funny story. So we, we actually bought a board ape uh, early on. Uh, my gut, one of my, my, our head of social media, Tyler said, Hey, you got to buy this board ape. I said, how much is he said 25 grand. I said, you're out of your mind. That's insane. But the rest is history. I think it's worth a few hundred grand now, but we animated the board ape, which was the first one that I was on there. And, uh, and what's interesting, it's one of our free characters that people can use, but we started showing that to a lot of these celebs, right. That have this profile picture and that's their flex, uh, now. And so we said, look, what if we could, what if we could create, um, what if we could actually animate those board apes for them? Because it's one thing to have it as your profile picture, but why not bring it into the world with you and create content with it? So in the last 48 hours, I don't know if you've seen Snoop Dogg has posted four videos in of, of his ape in augmented reality, doing his, uh, doing his uh, uh, crip walk dance and all sorts of fun stuff. Paris Hilton uh, has posted hers. Um, we've created one for Jimmy Fallon. We're working on Steve Aoki's. We're working on um, a, a bunch of these board apes. So that's kind of a fun project. And what's, but what's more interesting is the scalable aspect of this, meaning we're actually, there's a project that we're working on with the studio here that's called My Pet Hooligan. My Pet Hooligan is an awesome NFT project. It has 8,888 8, unique, right? One of one characters. And so what we've done is we've compiled those and rendered those characters in the cloud. And so soon 
those owners of those NFTs, instead of just having a profile picture, they're actually going to be able to link their wallet directly to the app and it will identify that they own that NFT. And then that NFT will show up in the app for them to do exactly what we were doing here, which is create content with, stream with, um, and really let it become part of their digital identity. And so, and then, and then thirdly, we're going to launch our own NFT series sometime later this summer. Uh, so that will be the first fully animated NFT genre that's built for user generated content. So you can imagine this kind of, you know, uh, marvel of the metaverse, if you were, where we have this Emmyverse of characters all, you know, from variety of different characters and a variety of different IP. So when you start to think about uh, kind of the business behind this, you all have now raised a pretty significant um, amount of capital. Uh, those investors include Paris Hilton, Mark Cuban, Tony Robbins, Pitbull, Steve Aoki, G Money, uh, and a number of other individuals. What What is kind of the business here? You license the technology, you have the uh, app in the app store, and, and you monetize that. Like, how do you think about building a business uh, to uh, be able to make this sustainable? There's so many paths to revenue, as you know, with when, a, when a, an app like this, a revolutionary technology comes where last week people couldn't make animated content and today they can do it on their phone in real time. You really want mass adoption first, right? So you don't want to monetize too early. Um, so our goal is to make this worldwide mass adoption. I think that when you look at the potential revenue streams, there's a variety of different uh, methods you could go. One is in-app purchases, the ability to buy characters, licensed IP, uh, NFT mintings, NFT secondary sales, uh, merchandise. People can build their own, their own merchandise here. Um, subscription, uh, premium features. I mean, there's so many different potential directions that we could go here. Uh, that'll be that'll be fun for us. Promotional revenue, like those conversations, like I mentioned, like a movie studio or a gaming company or a, or a toy company wants to add this into their their elements of how they're engaging con, you know, uh, engaging fans. I think there's numerous ways uh, in which we can we can monetize. And then, then down the road, you look at what we call character portability. Um, we build all of these characters before we kind of shoehorn them into an iPhone. We build them in the Unreal Engine, which is you know what what uh, Epic Games has built and is powering a lot of different metaverses, et cetera. So when you look at character portability, being able to not only have your character there for user generated content, but maybe you pay a small fee to take that character into a gaming environment, right? A metaverse environment, if you will. Um, where you know you're not just floating around as an avatar with no legs, you actually have something fun and animated and really cool that that is more of a an embodiment of who you are or who you feel like being in that moment. Got it. And so when you start to see this, what do you hope comes out of the technology? Like the technology is so cool. Is this a thing where you guys will actually open source some of it and allow people to kind of build on top of it? Is it something where you'll continue to develop it internally? Like, how do you think about the relationship with the developer community and, and kind of pushing it this forward uh, so it gets better and better over time? That's a great question. So kind of two parts. The, what I want out of it, I think is obviously we want to create a viable business, but I think the the fun and the joy and the delight of even you just smiling when you see the characters and me talking for the first, that's what, that's what gets us excited is watching people have so much joy and fun, frankly, in a time when we need more of it uh, in this world. Um, and then in the long run, I think it's going to be interesting to see how we engage with the developer community. I mean, right now, the, the capabilities that we have in, in this studio to animate characters, uh, we're working on scalable solutions to that. So it's like I said, instead of animating one character, we can animate these 9,000, you know, my pet hooligans. Um, but in the developer community, you can see building a set of specs where you can say, you know, a lot of these NFTs now, for example, are giving you 3D files and they might give them to you in a T-pose 
and that's an animation, you know, nomenclature, but it, it's, it's kind of like no one knows what to do with it. But in a, in a perfect world, we would build the ability maybe for a marketplace or for developers of, in the world, creators to say, hey, if you submit uh, these according to spec, right, according to a certain spec, we could maybe rig those into an animation uh, body that we already have set up. So all of a sudden now, people around the world could be creating characters, submitting characters, and then selling those characters potentially, you know, in a marketplace as well. So there's lots of opportunity down the road for us to figure out how to, how to engage that. But um, and we got, we got a lot to accomplish before that as well. Got it. And so when you start to see this, um, is this where the, the future's going? Is that like, we get more anonymity or pseudonymity, we get more uh, kind of digital interactions, but maybe not with our real faces or, or those real identities. Like, how, how do you see this playing into the bigger trend at play? Yeah, that's a, I, I do see that for sure. I think people, um, you, you know, we've kind of had this, uh, this, what I'll call the narcissistic period of social media, where it's all about people. It's all about looking a certain way, trying to become a certain way. Uh, using filters, all these things that try to make yourself look better. At some point that just runs its course. And I think so for, for when I look at this is kind of, this is a nice way out. This is a nice way for people to go, Oh my gosh, how much more fun can I have when it's me piloting the character's voice or, and, or having fun with it or subverting that character or just having a conversation as that character, that's way more fun. Um, and I think that's kind of where we're headed in terms of people have this conversation about the metaverse and right now it's a, there's a lot of marketing, um, but we'll see where that ends up going. I kind of fall in the, in the, into the realm of the camp of where Apple's headed, which is kind of more of a mixed reality, augmented reality. And that's why, you know, our characters are, you could put them in augmented reality. You can make them walk around in space. Um, so I, I think this is definitely where the world is, is going for sure. Um, but I still think that there's a, there's a point of human connection and, you know, humans love humans. We need connection. It's not going to just become this, you know, dystopian world of, of, uh, strapping on your headset. I don't, I don't envision that as well. Um, so we'll see where, we'll see where it goes, but I think we're well positioned either way. Yeah. And, and then when you think about the team itself, uh, how do you, how's the makeup of the team? Like how, how many developers versus non-developers and, and kind of how do you think about the body of work ahead? Yeah. So we have a, a, a big animation studio. That's our strategic partner, AMGI, about 40 animators, character developers. And we have a team, of about, uh, at any one time, about 20 to 25 full-time developers uh, on the app side, kind of enterprise level app technology. So this thing's totally scalable. And uh, like I said, we have the mobile app available now. People can go on, download it, um, check it out, have fun with it, look at the, some of the clips that people are making and, and uh, have, just have a blast. And then ultimately we'll have a desktop app very soon as well. So people can start doing Zoom calls and Twitch streaming and 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 all that. So it should be a lot of fun. And we'll continue to expand the list of celebrities and people that want to be involved and you know build their own characters, their own identity, you know, personas and identities. And it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty cool. It's, yeah, it's a shift in the power dynamics, is what it really is, which I know that I know that that's a that's a theme, right? Throughout your throughout your your shows and your conversations with the world is disruption. And I think this is a democratization, as much as cliche that sounds, it is a democratization of animation. It is disruption in the power dynamics between the leaving the, the creativity into the hands of studios only, right? Why not empower the people, right? And that's what social media did. It, you know, it, took, it took the content away from you know, the powers that be and gave it to the, to the ability, the citizen journalists and everybody else in the world. And we're just want to give them more tools to be able to do that as it relates to the fun and and joy of animation, which is a worldwide language that everybody loves. 
Got it. And then when you think about where people can go and use this technology, is the app the best place for us to send them? Absolutely. Yeah. Just go on. I mean, it takes, you know, a minute to onboard yourself, to pick a character. There's 20 fun characters to choose from. Um, you can, you can just have a blast. You can upload different backgrounds from your camera roll. So you can up and even videos. So you can insert characters into environments and you can put it in AR, have, have fun, send messages to your friends, start sharing it on social uh, tag us. We'd love that. Um, and yeah, our, our website is imimi.io. You could go right there. There's a link to the app store and uh, there's, there's, it's a lot of fun. You guys will really enjoy it. I love it. This makes uh, this makes a ton of sense. Um, awesome. Where can we send people to find you on the internet? Uh, you know, I, right now I'm just using, I'm, I kind of like just to focus on our, our Twitter or our Emmy handles, to be honest with you. Um, I kind of keep my personal life a little bit, you know, behind off, the scenes. Off the but, internet. Uh, <laughs> off the internet. Yeah, yeah. But our Twitter is uh, Emmy underscore IO. Uh, and then our TikTok and Instagram is just Emmy.io. So uh, we'd love to we'd love to engage with uh, all your all your fans out there and all your followers as well. We'll have a blast. I love it. Awesome, man. Well, listen, thank you so much for doing this. I, I don't think that we, we've ever had anyone come on and uh, and have a virtual character uh, participate Perfect. in the interview. But uh, but it's very very cool technology. I highly suggest anyone uh, who's interested go check out uh, the app itself and then also the technology that uh, that makes this all possible. But uh, Josh, this is fantastic. So thanks so much for taking the time to join us. Thanks, Pomp. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Have All a good right. one. Sounds good. Talk soon. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed this one. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. And if you're looking to try to transition to get a new job in the Bitcoin or crypto industry, we've got you covered. Head over to pompscryptocourse.com. We've developed a curriculum with the top teams across the industry. It's a three-week intensive training program with over 50 events packed into that three-week time period. Go to pompscryptocourse.com to learn more, and I'll meet you guys for the next episode.